You're listening to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast to help professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts so that you can lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns and my mission is to help you find yourself instead of fixing yourself. I'm really glad you're here with me. Now onto the show. week's podcast, I'm going to offer you some techniques of what to do when your emotions get the best of you at work. Firstly, some relief. This is something that has happened to most of us in our career and it just manifests in different ways. Our response to the emotion looks different on different people. At work, even in some workplaces where my response was not appropriate, other responses were the norm in that workplace. So there can be biases at work around what is appropriate in a professional setting. None of them are likely to be appropriate if they're impacting other people, but these things can become the norm in some workplaces. Now, I've seen things change over time, but you may be surprised to hear that there was a time that in one workplace I was at It was quite the norm for people to raise voices, yell at each other, slam desks, slam doors shut. But if someone cried, well, that was so inappropriate. So there can be, maybe not that extreme, but some emotional responses that are not seen as um, emotions, if you like, based on the norms in a workplace. So either way, most of us want to feel in control of our emotions and not respond to them without thought. And at work, we would prefer that they don't control us and or get the best of us there in the workplace in front of others. Most of us have had a moment at work that we've felt some sort of regret or shame or guilt after a situation. And we don't want to react that way again. If you've recently done this and are currently feeling some sort of shame or guilt, I would just want to talk to you for a moment to forgive yourself. There may even need to be an apology to somebody if you uh, impacted them. And then to look forward, look forward to some sort of learning out of it, what you learned about yourself and how you could avoid situations or have a strategy for when you're feeling that way, which is what I'm here to talk to you about today. So if it is still quite raw for you, a situation that has come up recently, please take this as an invitation to show yourself some compassion and be mindful not to be triggered or ruminate on that situation as you listen to this podcast, even if it means you need to put this away today and come back to it another time. Now, sometimes at work, we're on constant alert. We're constantly holding back our um, actions because of the feelings we have so that we don't seem um, emotional. So then we can be seen as unemotional or really in control of ourselves. And if we're finding it difficult um, because we're in this constant alert, 
this can be a sign that we need some time to re-energize ourselves or focus on our emotional well-being. Perhaps some time off work, an extended um, weekend or a little bit longer, even a holiday away from work. But sometimes there's times when we don't have this luxury. Maybe you're in a new job or you don't have leave at the moment and you need to keep on working. You can't take unpaid leave or you're working on a project that's nearly finished and you just have to get through. Then I will offer you some suggestions in this podcast. So if you're looking for some strategies in the moment and some longer term strategies, I'll cover those. If you're in a constant take constant state of being triggered by someone and are becoming overcome with emotions at work, then um, keep listening to this one. So if you're feeling overwhelmed or overcome with emotion, in the moment, you can take a deep breath, mindfully decide to feel into it or not. So if you have space in your workplace or you're working from home and you have time Uh, to step away and feel into that emotion and connect with it, do that. Or if you need to decide that you need to not feel into it right now because you're in the middle of a meeting, um, then you would need to implement your go-to strategy. And I will bring up some of those for you in this podcast and to be compassionate to yourself. So this is really important because when we're in those moments, we often are telling ourselves that we shouldn't be. And we tell ourselves things like um, negative things to ourselves. We start to name ourselves and we start to um, think of ourselves in a negative way. So it's really important in these times to be compassionate to yourself Um, And I'll go into that a little more as I go through these steps that I just talked about. So these three things will help you to start to get comfortable with this uncomfortable feeling and stop the spiral of shame and guilt. So let's start with the breath. I mentioned taking a breath. There's different ways you can use the breath in terms of your emotions. So in the moment, take a breath to calm the nerves You can use the breath before a big event or before a presentation or even that meeting that someone triggers you. Take a a few deep breaths. And when we're feeling a little stressed or um, uh, in those states of emotion or we're nervous about that presentation or we're feeling anxious about going to that meeting because that person undermines us every time, keep it simple and use a technique before that meeting to tape take four deep breaths and do four breaths on the way in, hold for four, four on the way out, hold for four, four on the way in and do that four times. Just to keep it simple, it's easy to remember one number and not a few different numbers. Another way we can use the breath is just throughout the day in general, just to be consciously breathing deeply all the way into the belly rather than all of that shallow breathing that most of us do. We just breathe into our chest and we don't feel the breath going all the way to the belly. And there is a lot of, I guess, science or out there that that says we can really calm our nerves and our nervous system by doing deep breathing. 
just simply close your eyes and take a few deep breaths when you're feeling um, that you may become um, triggered by something. And the other way you can use your breath is to bring in a practice of breath work or meditation that you focus on the breath and bring that practice into your everyday. This isn't something that's a a strategy in the moment, obviously, but something like this is a longer term impact. This is something that would help you to be prepared for situations because you've done the work. It's like... um, It's like when you prepare for a marathon, you might start the practice, but you don't see the effects for, you know, 12 weeks if you've got a 12 week program. So meditation is more of a, and the breath work is more of a longer, longer term impact. The second thing that I mentioned was this idea of making a mindful decision. So when you're feeling overcome with emotion, you can feel into it or you can park it if you like. So um, you can bring in a strategy after that by parking it. But if you are able to be with the emotion when it's raw, when it's happening, that way you can start to get comfortable with how your body reacts to your emotions. And then you can start to get more comfortable with that feeling so that over time the feeling becomes less and less. I hope that's making sense to you. But if you are at work and you feel like I can't just be with this emotion right now, I'm in a meeting, that's where you park it. And if you're mindful and you talk to yourself and say, I'm going to um, park this now and I'm going to implement my strategy and you're really in the moment being mindful, then you'll have more chance of being able to Um, implement your strategy. Another way to think of this is if you are feeling anxious about something that's going to happen um, in a couple of days at work, um, it's more of a not in the moment thing, but there is something bothering you at the moment. It's about a meeting that's later in the week. It's on Thursday, but you're worrying about it every day. You're thinking about it every minute and it's making you Feel this way in all of your other interactions. If you can consciously say, look, I might worry about that tonight for half an hour. I'm going to schedule my worry time tonight. I'm going to worry about that tonight and start to think about what I'm going to do in that meeting on Thursday. And you can even put a little reminder in your diary or something so that you can let that go and focus on what you need to focus on now and then come back and spend time thinking about how you might handle that meeting on Thursday and allow yourself, set your timer and say, I'm going to allow myself 15 minutes to think about this, or maybe it's half an hour because you're going going to use that time to come up with strategies to help with that meeting on Thursday. So I hope that's making sense. This is more about something that might be happening a little bit later, and you're going to schedule time to worry about that if you like. Um, so that's a good way. I was doing that during um, 2020 when the pandemic was happening and everyone was worried about everything that's happening around us. And I refused to read the news, watch the TV, and I would just allow myself half an hour each day to think about what's happening around in the world and think about all the people that are it's being impacted and worry about that. 
and worry about what's happening um, around the world and check the news at that time as well. And so this might be a good strategy for other things that are going on in your life that are impacting you at work. So you may be feeling very um, sad about something going on in the world, something happening in another country, and you find it's overwhelming you and therefore impacting you at work. You can allocate some time to think about that and be with that and be in your mind empathetic to other people around the world and schedule that in to your time um, and don't let it overwhelm your whole life and having that impact at work if you like. And the other thing I mentioned was about being compassionate to yourself. So this means that when you feel an emotion, it's important to acknowledge that's what it is, an emotion, a human response. And then your reaction to that emotion is where you can do your best to intervene. So if you didn't catch it and you did react, it's okay. You're human and then forgive yourself. The emotion is not your identity. So often we will say things like, I'm upset, I am angry, and so on. But a way to reframe that is to um, say, I feel upset or I feel angry, rather than it being an identity. When we say, I am angry, we're identifying ourselves as angry rather than identifying an emotion or a feeling that we have. So, Here with the compassion side is to be kind to yourself about being a human being. Um, Everyone has this. Even if you see someone you think they don't have any emotional response in anything, they do. They've just potentially learned different strategies over time. And maybe they react differently. Maybe they're holding it all in and they react at home. We don't know. So if you've had situations where you've impacted somebody in these um, reactions, you may need to apologize and you can be compassionate to yourself and forgive yourself, whether they forgive you or not. That's all that you can control. And this can help you let go of that feeling of shame, guilt, or embarrassment. Now, it can be really helpful to have some strategies in place for in the moment. And I um, spoke quite broadly. So now I'll talk a little bit about some specific strategies that you might like to have in place. Um, There is a bit of work in the first one. So if you already have a support system in place, you might have a trusted colleague or friend or, or someone who you can call on in those moments. And especially if you're at work, it could be a, a colleague. So if you're able to catch yourself in this feeling this way and being able to call on this person that you have Um, this relationship with a trusted relationship where you can confide in them and you can um, pull them aside or ask for a um, you know quick meeting with them and that's a good strategy to have at the workplace so that you've got that person to call on when this is happening other strategies could be simply walking away if you if you think about the consequences of walking away and someone thinking why is she why is she leaving this meeting than if you actually let your emotion overtake you? So many times I I just kept on going in a meeting and I thought I would have been better off just walking away and someone asking me, why did you walk away? And having a reason for the walking away rather than um, interrupting someone or being overcome with emotion and crackling my voice or whatever it was that I felt shame about afterwards. 
Um, other strategies, you could have a one-liner that you use a lot um, that when you're under some sort of pressure that you can say um, that you're going to um, just observe in this meeting today. Uh, you could have uh, one-liner where you say, I'm going to um, come back to you on that point or let me think on that. Just have something that makes sense for you that when you're feeling a certain way, you can have a one-liner where you're going to let people know that you'll get back to them, that you need to think on the idea. Instead of shutting something down or um, or challenging someone uh, when you're feeling emotional, ask for a opportunity to get back to them on this particular item. This is really helpful in a meeting where you feel like people are not hearing you or you're not really in agreement with others in the room you can open up and give yourself a chance to come back to this point if you like um and uh yeah so strategies in the moment um could be after the meeting you could write everything down and get it out so that when you move to your next meeting you've already put down how you felt. Just taking a few minutes to write them down can be really helpful for you to process your emotions and then continue on the remainder of the day. You may think it's not worthwhile, but it's very powerful. And um, also that if you do have meetings that you find quite challenging, schedule some time afterwards to either do that journaling, to be with your emotion, to just do some of your breathing exercises. So they can be quite useful during, uh, in the moment. Now, the best approach though, is to have those strategies to prevent these situations. So things like building in breaks at work and just having breaks throughout your day that help you to process the way you feel, to re-energize, and um, to prevent yourself becoming uh, overcome with emotion at work. So you could have these, um, you could have lunchtime walks, you could have coffee breaks with colleagues to get out in the fresh air. If you're a runner or do exercise, you could do some at lunchtime. So having some of those breaks in your day can help you prevent becoming overcome with emotion at work or overwhelmed if you like. Practicing mindfulness is another long-term strategy. So this is the practice of focusing on the present moment and being aware of what's going on around you and what thoughts are coming up for you and what feelings are coming up and not judging them, just being mindful of them. Taking a few moments of practicing mindfulness throughout the day is really powerful to calm the mind reduce anxiety and reduce your stress your stress now i talked about breath work earlier in this episode that is another way you can bring that into your that practice into your life and that can help to prevent these moments of being overcome with emotion having a ongoing relationship with a mentor who you can confide in is also another way that you can prevent these situations occurring and getting out in nature and doing it often not not that one or two times a year but actually doing it as part of your um, weekly or um, daily activities of course exercise is really good for 
having um, preventing these things. So these are the things that you want to build into your life to prevent these situations happening in the workplace. Because often when these things are happening at work, it's because perhaps we are overcome with so many tasks to do, we don't have the time to do these things for ourselves. And that's when it's most important. The connection with others. Having regular catch-ups with friends. Now, not those friends that uh, want to talk about work, complain about work a lot and so on. These are the catch-ups where you really be present with others, where you're able to let go and um, have fun and do things like playing games, sharing ideas, or even dancing. Whatever it is for you, you're probably having a giggle because I don't play games at the moment, but I I thought of that and I thought maybe I should play games. But um, dancing is definitely one I do with my friends. And we just let go and just having those real connections with other human beings where you also around um, touch and feel, so hugs and, um, you know, real eye contact and so on. Now, I just want to do a final thought where if you cannot get yourself to move forward through these emotions and this is happening a lot, then you could consider seeing a counsellor or a therapist to help you. And be sure to have support, not only to look backwards at the causes and the triggers, but also ways to move forward and some of these strategies that you could explore as well. So until next time, take care of yourself, forgive yourself if you need to, and have an awesome week.